dogs. Welcome back to another episode of Dogs Off the Leash. As always, this is Cheeto, and with me is Keegan. And we are in another part of the season. You can't really ever call it off-season as far as SEC football goes, and UGA is um, is definitely no exception. But we are approaching those dog days. Um, we're getting ready for spring practice coming up, but we got a few changes going on with the program. And I wanted to start with the coaching positions that have all currently been filled with the most recent hire of Stacy Cyrils. I, w- I want to say it's Cyrils as the offensive line coach. Uh, Keegan, what do you know of uh, Cyrils or what do you think of this fit that Kirby is putting together with this new staff going into 2022? Well, I'm getting mixed reviews out online just from what I've picked up. There's a number of people, you know, a lot is a number of NFL players, there's uh, reports of like why Mark Rick was asked, you know, about Coach Sorrells. And uh, he said, you know, he hired him twice at Miami and at Georgia. And then I hear on the flip side of that, that, you know, he was just okay when he was at Georgia. He wasn't that great. And then I heard, you know, when he was at uh, North Carolina recently, their offensive line was terrible and giving up sacks. And then, you know, the questions go, is it a personnel thing? Is it the chicken or the egg? I don't really know how to feel um, overall, but I will say this. Mark Rick stands behind his decision to hire him twice. And there's been a number of people in the, in the know who are offensive linemen elite that say he's one of the best at, you know, developing guys. And overall, that's just the mixture of ideas circulating. I trust Kirby, though. Uh, I trust him to make the right decision. Right now, we got a lot of guys with a lot of talent kind of laying in wait that need to be developed to, you know, for their own sake and for the program's sake. And I think that that's probably what they're looking at um, for a more short, like short term turnaround hire. I guess they maybe, you know, weren't ex- anticipating having to hire an O line coach. That's uh, my assumption. So with that in mind, I think that, you know, a lot of the big hires have already happened. Um, We got a guy that's coming back to Georgia that is been in the program. He's uh, friendly with all the coaching staff. So I think that's just good for this kind of like family feel that we got going, especially this season with all the homies and friends coming back to be on the coaching staff. And you know, he's got a track record of developing NFL talent. So there's definitely some mixed reviews, but I feel good, short answer about the situation. And there's plenty of evidence to look at that says this is a pretty solid hire. The results will have to speak for themselves. But, you know, you got Matt Luke, big-time O-line hire, you know, the guy he's replacing, and you got Sam Pittman, another big-time head coach, future head coach, uh, great development of talent. And so he's got some big shadows uh, casting over him as far as, like, 
who he's coming behind. The O-line coach has been great uh, and pretty dang good so far at Georgia. So we'll see if he, uh, Kirby can go three for three with these hires, but I feel pretty good about it. That's all I got to say on that. I know I gave you the long-winded thing, but I promise I was trying to flush out all that was necessary in my brain. What do you have to No, say it's about all good, and he, you, you're right. He definitely has some big shoes to fill as far as this position goes. Um, our offensive line has been a steady, steady staple of our program and has a lot to do with our success. Um, and I'm glad you pointed out the cons of you know, his coaching career or maybe some flaws that he has. Uh, a lot of us tend to, including myself, tend to look at the pros more often, uh, which is the first thing that I looked at. And one of the big pros that I loved about this hire, not just the fit and his familiarity with the other coaching staff, but the fact that he has led, his offensive lines have helped lead the ACC two years in a row in rushing. And if you do pay attention to kind of the NFL draft or you play fantasy, you should be aware of uh, a couple of the running backs, the rookies this year, I believe, from North Carolina, two running backs that rushed for over a thousand yards last year. Um, and you can't, you, no matter how talented you are, you can't do that if you don't have a good offensive line. And that starts with personnel one and then uh, Stacy uh, leading the offensive line. Now he's going to have more talent here. So if he, if he can help us top three rushing in the SEC, which is usually pretty good in the nation, I feel good about that. Um, so we'll see his passing. Uh, pass blocking is not the best from what I've heard, like you said, but um, I think that's going to be somewhere he's going to have all the resources he needs as far well, as talent and other coaches to help uh, tight ends to help that situation personally. Okay. So uh, we'll have to look more into the stats just to be more precise about the North Carolina takeaways, but it seems that they did pass a lot more than we did. So they were in passing situations like way more, which if they had that many rushing yards with that in mind, because I haven't maybe looked at that side of things, that's a pretty impressive feat. I'll exactly. Say. They're not a run heavy offense and to lead yeah. the ACC with Clemson with, well, Georgia right. Tech's kind of changed. They've changed recently. They might have. They had old uh, Sam Howell, right? So Yeah. yeah. They've so got good quarterbacks. So that's a good sign, dude. Uh, like, they're very pass heavy. So, yeah. Exactly. Let's let's, let's just kind of trust Kirby is my first assertion to do. Look sure. at it myself. And, you know, I like that Kirby and Mark Rick were about it. And then that promo video they put out, I – got a really good vibe about that because as a fan and as just like kind of a homer in general georgia fan seeing coach sorrell on the did you see that video i have okay so if you haven't guys get a chance go check it out and it's just a good vibe video right whether you like to follow the you know the assistant coach hires or not that you know a lot of these guys it was kind of a reunion caught on film I guess they were doing it just to kind of hype up the hire, but he's arriving. They oh, yeah. Okay. The arrival the video. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. He goes into the coaching room and everyone's like, what's up, dude? Like, yeah. Oh, long time no see. So I, I just like the, the, the familiarity. We got McClendon back. Uh, you know, you got Muschamp, Kirby. Right. Uh, and I want to, I want to talk to you about Herber. that because it's like you have all these returning coaches and people that are familiar with the culture of Georgia. Uh, you're, you're Bobo, you're McClendon, like you're saying. Um, must champ. Do you feel like, because I know 
in certain areas, sometimes that can be a hindrance if you've got like all your buddies, you know, sometimes it's hard to hold people accountable. Do you think it's going to hinder us in any way having too many of like Kirby's close friends being there? Or do you think it's all benefit in that situation? Here's the reason I think it's good. Um, the reason I think it's good is because all these coaches, for one, on the on the downside of just trying to be like critical, are at least solid. You know, like oh yeah, none, they're, none, they're all good coaches. You cannot yeah, question not, that that they're not qualified for their some, position. Some are highly qualified. Big time. Some, some I'd say I I don't really know who, and I'm not going to say who, even if I did, are probably just qualified. Um, but they're all qualified, I would say. And I think that has to speak to, you know, your credibility, your body of work, and then Kirby's judgment. But that aside, I trust this idea um, and don't look at it in some kind of, you know, like Homerism, uh, cronyism kind of lens, looking at it like, oh, you know, Kirby just hires his friends uh good old would, the good old boy situation as yeah, we would say around here you know yeah 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 look like if you examine that that i feel like kind of there's a strike against that idea immediately because like i said they're qualified and some are highly qualified facts facts body work speak but secondly the fact that you know kirby to me and people don't aren't saying this and that's why i'm gonna say this kirby to me is playing point you know he's a star player you know, he's the, he's the Michael Jordan. He's the Allen Iverson. Uh, he's the Kobe in the later Laker years. He, he's the, he's LeBron in the Cleveland years. It, these are all examples of when the guy who had the ball was making really the big time plays. They just, they kind of played GM too in their organizations and they got people that were going to make them better. You see? So to me, we can look all day at it, like looking at like it as this big picture of like, okay, does it like looking at it more of a traditional lens when you examine a coaching staff? But if you think about it like playing ball and Kirby's the star player and his friends give him truth to help his judgment better, Thanks. his friends uh, give him emotional support to make it a less stressful job and help yeah. him perform better. Muschamp and Bobo are not going to let him slide on nothing. You know what I'm but, saying? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The, the vibe's better. The players like They're going to the be real because, with you. They're going to be real you know, with you. When players go to visit places, they're going to like it. Like, what's better? A bunch of guys that are highly qualified, but the vibes are just, like, not that good because the personalities, they, they didn't do it on personality. They did it on, you know, like, qualifications. Like, qualifications are important. Don't get me wrong. But, but like, a mesh, a fit, a real fit, you can feel yeah. that. You can't buy that. Yeah, because that kind of chemistry has proven time and time again. That's why March Madness is such a beautiful thing, because there will be teams that maybe not individually have the stars, but the chemistry is so high they can compete at a high level with much more talented teams. Yeah. So and and Georgia's got the talent. <laughs> and we've already discussed we got some very highly qualified coaches. So if you I think you there's a right for there to be criticism and be critical and you know skeptical, but we're coming off a national championship. I trust Kirby and his judgment. And I really, when I think back and look at it, like, okay, Kirby's the star player and like all these guys make him better because he's the best recruiter. Probably he's, he's the most allotted coach on the team by far take away his national championship. If you just like 
keep him up there with assistance. He's he still got rings, of, bro. He still got his own rings. Yeah, he's one of the best assistants in the last 20 years for any organization. Like, yeah. he's got to be top three up there with the uh, Venables and I don't know. It's a Some short list. <laughs> it's yeah, a short it's list. A short, it's, it's a short, short list. It's a short list, man. And Kirby, Kirby should be knocking at number one every time in that conversation. And then if you put him in head coaching things just with how he's recruited and built up a program, not even looking at just for rings and national titles, like the groundwork, which is necessary to even get a chance. He's He's done all that. He's the star player. So, like, until he starts, like, fudging up, which I, you know, everyone can have, you know, bad weeks, bad years or whatever. It can happen. But I, I don't I don't see Kirby doing that. Highly confident in him. And the way he's established this vibe, players like a vibe, like recruiting is so much more. Like what is it when every, when every team's got an indoor facility, you know, hot babes, <laughs> uh, what like what all these things you would look to as a player yeah. that might yeah. even ever cross your mind if all of them got all that but one of them's got like a just a friendlier vibe and it's just they're having fun you yeah. know what i mean come on and so, then you've got people like bobo or muschamp coming into these homes and like with all that all that all the perks that you mentioned like i trust i trust kirby I, i've known kirby my whole life we played ball together at georgia like we know what it means to really love this school, represent this school. Hell, I was one of his best men. Both of them can say I was one of his groomsmen at his wedding. Like, I, I vouch for this guy. We've already won. We we have a process. We know what we're doing. So I think that does, I think that does go a step further. But to wrap up on coaches, the the fit, the, the fit is there. We have all the tools. And then you retain uh, offensive coordinator uh, Munkin, giving him a bump to 1.2 mil. He should probably get a little bit bigger of a bump, but that's for a different podcast. Uh, offense uh, or outside linebackers our coach is uh, Kidrea Yusa Deribe. I think I said his name wrong the first time. It's Kidrea um, coming up and he's he's a young and upcoming coach. He's going to fill in for Dan Lanning on the outside linebackers and then Fran, ba- Fran Brown from Rutgers uh, another call it a uh, 30 under 30 type of coaches that we have here and these young upcoming coaches um, that have a lot to prove, but I think have a lot of talent. And then again, you've got Muschamp and Kirby overseeing that. Uh, so the coaching carousel has stopped, and I believe we have landed in a very good position. Uh, but I wanted that, to go ahead. That friend, the friend hire. That's a big one. That's huge. He's a, he's a great recruit, and yeah. ultimately, like that's that's what Georgia needs. It's like we we've hired really well, I would say. On the basis that, you know, we don't just hire great coaches. We hire great coaches that can recruit great players. And that is, you know, that goes without saying that that's what we're trying to do. But, like, the fact that we have done that consistently is why we're going to be in the conversation for a good long time. Good long time. Yeah, and I'm, I'm feeling good about the coaches and our, our first – our first step in seeing what they're capable of is seeing them in spring practice, seeing who they're putting out there. And for the players, it's a big deal too, because when you get new coaches, everything that you've done, the everything that you've earned with the last coaches that goes out the window, you've got to prove yourself to the new administration, what have you, and, and prove yourself over again. That's good for morale. That's good for depth. That's good for people in the two and three spots to really have a chance to fight. And we have a lot of uh, talent at those positions. So spring spring practice and G-Day should be um, very interesting this year. But the most interesting thing that I want to see come spring practice and G-Day is the return 
of Arik Gilbert. Talk about some much needed good news when it felt like our wide receiver room was just thinning out with the transfers, especially with Jermaine Burton going to Alabama. Maybe this helps shed some light on the reason why he decided to do so. Because if Arik Gilbert is back and he's going to be a wide receiver, not a tight end, think about this room for a second now. We've got Dominique Blaylock coming back. A.D. Mitchell, who was a, a, one of the heroes of the national championship game. Kiaris Jackson, senior, coming back. Lad McConkey going to turn up. Marcus Rosemi Jack Saint, another elite wide receiver. Arian Smith, and then a lot of uh, hype around Jackson Meeks right now. That room is stacked. And I haven't even mentioned Brock Bowers and Darnell Washington at the tight end positions. So we've got a lot of pass catchers. And with Stetson coming back as well, our offense really may be the strength of our team next season. Uh, your thoughts on Arik Gilbert and the wide receiver room? Well, we have a, a former earned preseason All-American player coming back. And, you know, if you look, just take it back to his recruiting class, he was a top five player um, right up there with Keely Ringo. And I forget who – who else was in that conversation? But, a top, you know, a top five player on paper. Yeah, the, the kid the kid is absolutely elite. And him coming back as a weapon, especially one at his size and his strength and having a season off, I think he's going to come back rejuvenated and, and really take over. I think the offense is going to be straight flames next year. And it's going to be – it should progress. Just another year with the same offensive coordinator. I, I see us at least keeping the trend of 38 plus 40 points per game, especially with our schedule. The SEC East is still looking to come up a little bit. Got some people chasing us in Carolina, Florida, and Tennessee, but I think we're a step ahead of them and Kirby's going to help us to stay there. Um, but I wanted to also wrap up with the NFL combine and then the NFL draft coming up. So every year, Usually after the national championship is won and you look back at that team, let's, for example, say LSU. The year LSU won, they set the SEC record for most people invited to the NFL Combine that year. But that record still holds. I mean, just think of the names. You had uh, their running back who plays for the Chiefs, Joe Burrow, obviously. They have safeties and corners and linebackers go to the defense or go to the NFL regularly, uh, along with some offensive line and their wide receivers. You've got people like OBJ, uh, Landry, and uh, uh, who's the dude who's turning up for, uh, yeah, Jamar Chase. Cincinnati's got a couple LSU receivers over there. And then I also, I think I'm forgetting – I want to say Justin Jefferson, too, from Minnesota. So they, they've been putting out talent. So you can always look uh, at the NFL invitees and see why the team won the national championship. This year is no different. UGA has uh, a college leading 14 players invited to the NFL combine um, and all names that we should be familiar with. Uh, starting with the defense, you have Lewis uh, Seen, Jordan Davis, dog favorite, N'Kobe Dean, Darian Kendrick, uh, and maybe even some under Harrow players as well. Some four-year, four-plus-year players in Channing Tindall, linebacker, and Quay Walker. Uh, uh, Trevon Walker, huge, a D lineman who he left early because he knew, like he said, his, his body's going to earn him millions of dollars. That kid is a freak. And honestly, I think um, Jalen Carter is going to be 
the exact same for us next year. Uh, athletic freak on the D-line, not the biggest, but explosive and disruptive in the pass game, in the rush game, what have you. Uh, Devontae Wyatt. And then on offense, we've got James Cook going, Jamari Sawyer, Schaefer, Zamir White, and George Pickens. And just that list alone, that's a lot of five stars in there. So this starts with recruiting, goes to development, and ended up with a national title, SEC championship. And then don't forget Jake Camarda. So, yes, we are losing a, a lot of talent, but we have – it may not be easy for everybody to see right now, but trust me, Zamir White and James Cook, they were good. Kendall Milton, Kenny McIntosh, and the other running backs we have recruited are going to be just as good, if not better, especially numbers-wise, just because we share the wealth. Uh, Pickens is probably the best wide receiver we're going to have in a while, but Arik Gilbert, Gilbert can fill that mold. Trust me on that. And then offensive line, Sawyer, five-star. Schaefer, I want to say three or four-star with three or four years of experience, um, earned his way to be that starter and now has a chance to go to the NFL. And then defense, don't even trip on defense. Kirby recruits elite talent. Our secondary is going to be the best in the nation in two years, if that. I'm telling you now, elite. Linebackers, we are going to take a bit of a hit, but we will – it, it, you don't really find a lot of players like N'Kobe Dean all the time, Roquan Smith. But if anybody's going to find them, it's going to be Kirby. So uh, a lot of good, a lot of good stuff going on with the program right now. But it is a, a change of the guard type of situation. So we got to sit back and see as fans, um, you know, how we're going to progress. But if anybody's got the formula to keep us where we're at and to move forward, it's Kirby Smart. And with these coaches coming back, these quality coaches, even though they may have prior relationships with Kirby, we're, we're on the right track. So, Dog Nation, uh, appreciate your time. Uh, Keegan got disconnected from us, but it's all right. We had to wrap up anyways. Um, we will touch base with you guys as spring continues. We'll talk about position battles leading up to G-Day and any major news. Uh, you guys know where to come to get that news. So, appreciate you guys. And as always, you know what it is. Off the leash. <laughs>